podcast where we discuss the movie titanic minute by minute i'm your co-host rob and joined as always by my good friends joe and duff just a couple pours ready to entertain <laughs> you i am ready to go to a real party <laughs> uh just to be clear to our listeners we're going minute by minute to the 1997 film titanic not the 1996 game titanic adventure out of time <laughs> there'll Ooh, be a, a i have to revise my notes then <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're talking about Minute 52, and in Minute 52, we learn about Jack's one-legged prostitute. Uh, we sort of started discussing this yesterday, but essentially Rose mentions that, you know, you like this woman, you've used her several times, and kind of Rose is like, you know, I, you, just, you were you, you in love with this girl, but Jack's insistent that he uh, was only in love with her hands. So, guys, what do you think? First of all, my question is, he seems kind of defensive is he defensive at the idea of going to a prostitute or the idea of a one-legged prostitute yeah there's a lot to unpack here and that's that's sort of <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think he seemed defensive I mean, he wasn't super defensive but he just had just her hands yeah he had no use for the rest of her <laughs> <laughs> so but I, I all right so do you think Let's let's break it down this way. Do you think Jack had a relationship with this prostitute? A working relationship, obviously. Did I don't pay, think. Did he pay her for her time, or was he just yeah. a friend? I think I would guess he paid her. I don't think he had an actual relationship because I don't think Jack's a liar. I think. I don't think he had a relationship with her. I don't think he paid her. I think he used his charming ways to ask if he could sketch her, and she said yes. It was a pro bono <laughs> sketch. She got a carbon copy of it. What? <laughs> so, okay. First of all, she's a one-legged prostitute, and she already has a disadvantage. Why is she going to give up her time? Because that's what Jack can do, man. Jack's a grifter. He can just get you to do whatever you want to do. Look how much yeah. she's... Time look, is... Since, since we've seen Jack, he was a guy playing cards, and now here he is on first class wandering around with Rose. Rob, this is sexist because you're implying that some this woman would not be smart or rational enough to realize that time is money, and she doesn't have time to give up to uh, Jack Dawson. No, this not say Everyone can be fooled by the charms of Jack. Just because you can be fooled. Joe, I, come on. Where, where, where do you stand on this? I mean, Duff and I are being paid by you to talk to you for this dumb podcast. <laughs> so I don't understand why you think it's so far-fetched that he'd pay her to model for him. Why do you – what if she – Why does – he doesn't have money to pay models. He's a poor. He sells his art. And why do you think – maybe she's playing him. Maybe she's charging him more than she usually charges for him to sit and draw her. Draw her hands. What if – what if he killed her and just took her hands and he sketches them? Well, this took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Yes. <laughs> what if what if he had like 
He's like, oh, I really loved her hands. And then he just pulled out some embalmed hands. This is, I mean, this actually makes sense, uh, right? I've got one of them right here, actually. <laughs> he, he's in Paris. He's he's trying to, you know, make it as an artist. He mentions it's not going well. He said the people in Paris did not like it. He's he's down on his luck. Kills a prostitute in a fit Kills of rage. a prostitute, cuts her hands, <laughs> then sketches Then he sneaks them. down to the Paris catacombs to draw yeah. her severed <laughs> hands. That's right. <laughs> Then he escapes because he doesn't want – he's got to leave France now. Otherwise, hmm. he'll be caught. Now he's just try, now he's trying to leave the country. He's trying to leave the continent. He doesn't have the money he's to pay for a to, ticket on Titanic. He's probably trying to pin it on Fabrizio. Yeah, Fabrizio's his fall guy if he can't get away. But luckily, it looks like he's going to get away. looks like smooth sailing for Jack from here on out. <laughs> I think Jack well, murdered that uh, prostitute. Uh, uh, for another hour or so. Of movie time. For, yes. Um, we All right, we've just turned does, off a whole lot of listeners <laughs> with a sordid tale. Prove us wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he does show, I mean, we don't see it, but he does show Rose a drawing of the one-legged prostitute. He mentioned she's got one leg. And Rose is grossed out by this quite a bit, it seems. Hmm. So my question, I don't know anything. We know clearly, but had World One had World War One started at this point? Like, would Rose had you know, seen wow. amputees and stuff? I'm not being glib here. I'm just like seriously. I'm I'm more disappointed that you, like, I understand that some people aren't super into dates and whatnot, but uh, you know, like that supercomputer you carry around in your pocket. Yes. That, uh, you know, you could ask when World War One started. Uh, I'm trying to have good content here, guys. When was it? I mean, it was around the time, though, right? Like it's around 1912. Yes, World so, War World War One was 1914. And my understanding is, like, considering the Industrial Revolution and World War One, there's amputees everywhere. Like it seems <laughs> like. What I've seen some. I'm not wrong here, am I? Um, I don't, I, there's, a, okay, as you said, there's a lot to unpack. In what, <laughs> um, there were places that just sold gloves for one hand by this time. So there's two separate issues you're bringing Wait, up. what? One is that there would be a lot of amputees, which I don't have any statistics, but prob- <laughs> probably true. This was before the progressive era and a lot of the union labor before movement. Before the jungle. <laughs> yes. Um. The second part of that is, would Rose have seen these amputees? Actually, yes. I think this is after the jungle. Oh, yeah, is it? It's six years it, after. It's around oh, that shoot. time, though. It's. I mean, this is the this is the yeah. the tail end of the progressive so, era. Uh, yeah. That, I well, mean, I guess we're right into it. We're it, right in it. At any sure. rate, a bad time for workers. Yep. As opposed to now, which is a great time for workers. <laughs> 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 okay. Yes. So th- that's my question. So has Rose ever seen an amputee before? Yep. I'd say it's near certainty. Right? So it's weird yeah. how she reacts this way to seeing well, an amputee. If awesome. it's, I think it's also about expectation. Like She's expecting to see uh, another beautiful... Not, not that this one-legged prostitute wasn't beautiful necessarily. Don't I don't want to sound insensitive, but I, th- I think she's more reacting to, like, I didn't expect to see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean... 
you don't usually start off your day like, oh, I wonder if I'll see any drawings of one-legged prostitutes today. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't know about you guys. Uh, so, back to the discussion yesterday for Google Group. Um, there's, we. I think we do technically see sketches of the one-legged prostitute. I just don't see. We don't see her as a one-legged prostitute in these pictures. Like we see drawings of like her hands and stuff. So I guess we see sketches. Yeah, of her. we see a drawing where Rose says, "Oh, you like this woman," and then he explains why, and then Rose flips the page and she kind of recoils. Do you think James Cameron has? sketchbooks sketchbooks of attempts he made of drawing the one-legged prostitute that he eventually abandoned um, well he's very meticulous in his work so i'm sure that he had several attempts yeah um, but i thought yesterday we determined that supposedly you can see her well not I, the one-leggedness i mean that uh, that was just some nonsense from scary people on the internet <laughs> yeah, 20 yeah, years true. ago fair enough um so to go on this, I I have a actual legit question. So at first, I did too, Duff. Um, uh, <laughs> so at first, I was thinking about what we talked about last week with this scene and how it's weirdly shot and edited, and there's this kind of show that you know they're they're talking about stuff but not fully showing it. And I was thinking, I'm like, why don't why don't we see the a picture that he drew of the one-legged prostitute? And I was starting to think that this was a criticism. And I listened to the commentary, and he says that the one-legged prostitute was better left to the imagination, and that nothing he could draw would fill in what people thought of. And I kind of I. Uh, to be fair, James Cameron, I went back and reevaluated, and I, I've maybe I'm on his his line of thinking now. So, what, what do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. We don't need to see that. I I agree, but that said, listeners, you want to feel it. free to sketch your own very your your own drawing of what you think the one legged prostitute looked like and post it in our uh, Titanic Minute Steerage group or on Twitter hashtag one legged prostitute. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree, though. You, you, um, we don't need to see it. It's better. It's better not seeing. Especially also, like, you know, before that, we've seen just all these like different close-ups and parts of this woman who is very beautiful, and so we don't need to now like actually see like, oh, look at she's missing a leg. Cause that's uh, just for, really for the sad. record. All women are beautiful, Rob. Well, mm-hmm. I know. Wow, Rob. My point is, I don't want to see a one-legged prostitute in this movie at this moment Why during not? this. Because it would make me feel sad. Because she used to have two legs, I'm assuming. Are you saying the disabled are sad? Well, yeah. Actually, this is pretty sick. Speaking of sad, we see <laughs> Madame Bijou is the next sketch that we see. Um, this is the woman that uh, uh, Jack And that, that name... Yeah. The way you pronounced it <laughs> made it sound like her name was Madame B. Jew. <laughs> so why don't you try that again? Madame uh, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Madame Beetlejuice. Only say, only say her name once, though. Hold on. <laughs> can't say it again. Okay, you're right. I won't try again then. Um, so she used to sit at the bar every night wearing all jewelry, waiting for her long-lost love, Jack tells Rose. Um, first off, someone's got to say this. This just 
This does not look like a woman. It looks like a man in drag. <laughs> I actually do the same thing, but I'm waiting for my sponsor to get there to make me leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for my dealer. I'll be wearing all jewels. So I will. I will say that uh, this character is actually more richly drawn than a lot of people in the movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like it, you really get this kind of vivid image, and he, you know the mothballs and the clothes and sitting there, like that. <laughs> that she is much more three dimensional than a lot of people in this movie. So somewhere in James Cameron's brain is the ability to write these characters that have kind of a richness to them. Is 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 she is the is that character meant to essentially be a warning to Rose that you don't want to turn into that as Pro- well? Probably. Don't let your love get away. Well, and don't like yeah, don't both that but also like you can't dwell on it either because here's this woman who shows up at a bar waiting for someone to show up who's not going to show up rather than living her life. And sort of what we see at the end of this movie with old Rose is she has like moved on and and lived a full life, even with um, spoilers, what happened on Titanic. What if the bar that Madame Bijou went to was like the neighborhood Applebee's or something? Well, (laughs) in the commentary, they mentioned that um, this sketch is actually just Louis in drag. (laughs) (laughs) Louis after hours. (laughs) Do you, do you think with these models of these uh, naked girls, much like were they originally in bathing suits and uh, and Cameron just imagined he, the rest? He says like, in the commentary that it's a mixture of uh, basing them off old photographs and James Cameron's imagination. And mm. Susie Amos. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> well, you know, we know what happened on this on the Keldish. <laughs> This shot, I don't know if you guys noticed this, I uh, but this shot was shot in Mexico, obviously on the, you know, the recreated uh, Titanic that they created. Um, but I, was, I, I found out that above this was above this like deck where they're shooting the scene. They have a crane that is just blowing smoke, so that the lighting and the shadows would seem realistic, which it does. I mean, it is pretty cool. Like what, now that you have that information, if you rewatch the scene, you can kind of see how like the, uh, there's sort of like a, in the background along the wall, like the lights constantly changing because of the steam coming out of smoke coming out of the, the smokestack. But it's one of those other things about James Cameron where like, this is a thing you got hung up on. Yeah. Because that was someone's job. Probably yeah. multiple people. Well, not just someone's job, but they had to pay like someone like now oh, we got to bring a crane in here and like have the smoke just blowing out. It yeah, had to be a ton of smoke. You had to get a couple of union guys to operate the crane. Yeah, it's a lot of like. Well, I mean, not in Mexico. That's true. That's true. Non-union I mean, Mexican equivalents. <laughs> yep. Um, but that's like those things that James Cameron does really spend a lot of time on, which I think. By the end, it does add up. Like, I think it does make a difference, but, like, scene to scene, it's sort of mind-boggling. It's one of those things where maybe psychologically, you're right, it does add up, but I I don't think this scene would suffer <laughs> for lack of smoke. Yeah. Uh, Joe, Duff, do you guys have anything else for Minute 52? I, nah. just, I just have that I like the plinkety-plink piano notes that play. Oh, yeah. Oh, when she falls in love. Yes. Is she in love right now? Yep, he said something nice about a prostitute with one and leg. And yeah, she said she had a great sense of humor. This 
Um, well, uh, listeners, you should go to, um, join Titanic Minute Steerage. Um, you should go to, I gotta make a note to set this up. Go to titanicminute.com slash steerage. And then that will go to the Facebook group that you can, uh, request to join and be part of the conversation. Take a look at all the, uh, sketches of one-legged prostitutes our listeners have submitted. (laughs) (laughs) We want to hear from you. (laughs) That's right. And um, if we have any one-legged prostitutes listening, you could be a guest on a future episode. Yeah, we yeah. hear you have a great sense of humor. We won't pay you, though. Yes. <laughs> that's that's true. Exposure. That's, um, that's your payment. <laughs> More ways than one, baby. <laughs> with that, we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 53 and a new Heart of the Ocean. Um.